0: What's going on, everyone? Hope you're having a great day. Blake Nimanachie here again. and Damian Lillard, as we all know, has become the face of the Portland Trailblazers and now owns the title as the greatest blazer ever, as far as in my opinion. He has been one of the most loyal players in NBA history, probably only second to the great Kobe Bryant to the Lakers organization as he has stuck with the Blazers Despite all the other superstars joining forces forming super teams Super teams are so common now It is almost expected that each superstar should just team up with another high caliber teammate Slash teammates In the big three in Brooklyn The big two in LA with the Clippers and the Lakers with AD and LeBron and then Kawhi and Paul George and so many other super teams that i'm not mentioning and by not doing or partaking in super team activity dame has shown up in his unwavering loyalty to the blazers organization and his trust in them and that they will bring the pieces here to join him Instead of him having to go out on the free agency market and join another squad in a bigger market, he's staying in the small market of Portland. Let's be grateful. Give the man some help. But as much as I say to, hate to say it, I feel as though Dame, with the high caliber player that he has now become, can no longer be being loyal to the Blazers since the front office is just not being loyal back to him. The front office reached its peak of weakness this week in the hiring of Chauncey Billups in place of Terry Stotts, who was let go after the Blazers were eliminated for the fourth time in the past five seasons in the first round. However, hiring Billups may have just made the Blazer fans more mad and frustrated than had Stotts just stayed there. This is because of a sexual assault charge against him back in 1997 during his early playing days. Therefore, the only way fans could feel better as was through clarity and closure so that they can be assured that their new coach has learned from his mysterious mistake. Billows came right out the gates addressing the incident, stating, Before I even talk about my role with the team and me being the head coach, I first want to talk about the incident that happened in 1997. There's not a day that goes by that I don't think about how every decision we make could have a profound impact on a person's life. I learned at a very young age as a player, but not only as a player, but as a young man, a young adult, that every decision has consequences. And that led to some really, really healthy, but tough conversations that I've had with my wife who was my girlfriend at the time in 1997, and my daughters about what actually happened and what they may have to read about me in the news and the media. He would go to the state. This experience. He would go on to state that his this experience has shaped my life in so many different ways. My decision making, obviously, who I would all allow myself to be in my life, the friendships and the relationships I have, and how I go about them. It's impacted every decision that I make, and it's shaped me into some unbelievable ways. I know how important it is to have the right support system around you, particularly in tough, difficult times. Very, very well said, in my opinion. Just coming out and stating and coming out with a big open heart to the organization and saying, Look, I messed up, I made mistakes, and it's really changed me for the better. But here's where the Blazers just... Screw it up, they screw everything up as they always do, as Jason Quick of The Athletic asked a very, very valid question in him asking just how those events in 1997 helped shape his life. I think Billups was happy to answer the question and go more in depth about it as he already took accountability and addressed the situation up front. Unfortunately though, Billups never got that chance, as the Blazers PR staff stepped in and shut down the question saying we've addressed this and it's been asked and answered. So happy to move on to the next question. It was so unprofessional. General manager Neil O'Shea literally made it so obvious that he did not want Billups to have to expand on this subject as he told reporters already that they conducted their investigation and that they just have to trust him, trust my opinion, and trust that it was a valid investigation. Heck, we don't know if he even did an investigation because we have to just trust his word for it. And then after saying that, O'Shea picks up the water, water bottle, sitting right in front of him, and stares directly at the PR staff as what I think was a red signal to be like, oh no, he's not answering this question. The Blazers' decision to prevent a journalist, a valid journalist, from asking a legitimate question about a very serious subject generated a ton of criticism as expected, and only heightened the controversy surrounding this Billups hiring. This was a chance for Chauncey to put a cap on this situation and move forward with the fan base right behind him, supporting him being like, yeah, this is our coach. This is the coach of the Blazers franchise. Rip City, let's go. But now, since the Blazers didn't even give him a chance to clear up his situation, they divided this fan base even more rather than reuniting them like the press conference was just intended to do it. Not to mention that I, as well as many other fans, are not too fond with Billups' lack of experience as a coach. Only being an assistant, uh, his only coaching experience was as an assistant just this season with the Los Angeles Clippers, who are obviously eliminated. The two other finalists were much more qualified and longtime Spurs assistant Becky Hammond, who also served alongside arguably the greatest coach of all time in Greg Popovich, a.k.a. Pop, for the past seven seasons. But I think she was gender profiled and not not hiring simply because she's a woman. And then you also have the great Mike D'Antoni right at your fingertips. Come on. While D'Antoni has never made it to the NBA Finals, he did make the playoffs ten times with 3 trips to the western conference finals during that span, something the Blazers did only once with Stotts. He was the head coach of the Suns when Steve Nash won a pair of MVP awards, and he coached the Rockets when James Harden was named MVP, which suggests he is capable of taking elite players to the next level, which is exactly what Damian Lillard needed. Is someone that can push his immaculate, incredible game already to that next level. But no, we hire a great player, Key world, small world, great player, key member uh, uh, of a, a great franchise in the Pistons when they won an NBA championship. And it's similar to Steve Nash and the Brooklyn Nets hiring him. He was an amazing player, Hall of Fame career, but lacked any previous coaching experience whatsoever at any level this played a large part into the nets being eliminated from the playoffs in just the second round despite the superstar injuries you can put all that aside i think this mainly their main elimination fell on steve nash at the head he lacked so many qualities of a great head coach that needed to put him uh, in, in position to lead his team to a successful season in that finals championship. Players can't do it all. Coaches play a large part, even the best of the best. Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen needed Phil Jackson to win those championships. And just like KD, Kyrie, and Harden need Steve Nash or need a coach that can coach them to a championship. And now dame wants to win now and if the blazers felt the same way they should have hired dan tony but they chose Phillips, and we will see how it goes but i feel this is a big mistake that big big mistake that will cost this franchise the support of many of its fans and maybe their superstar and damian lillard as much as i hate to say it dame's most likely going to get traded or he's going to want to walk into a trade. If success is to happen in a three- to nine-month range or early in the season, uh, if by the trade deadline, you may see Damian Lillard out of Portland. And it's, it's a tough thing. We love Dame. Dame has been our rock of this franchise for the past decade, basically. And he has lifted us to amazing heights, clutch situations, established Dame time. And he, he has just been incredible. And I cannot deny the greatness he has had and the impact he has had on us Oregonians in Portland. It's just been amazing to uh, have an experience with him. But... I think it is. Many of us fans believe it's in Dame's best interest to get traded and to go somewhere else besides Portland, because this front office—it's—it's it's just not fair to you, Dame. It's just not. But so, but teams, I think you should go to top three that I have are Golden State. You you trade Clay Thompson or Draymond Green because because the Blazers need a more forward type and less of a guard type. They obviously need a guard in return, but. You could get like a guard slash forward type, and Kelly Oubre. right get get a trade there, and maybe even a draft pick or a couple draft picks. Definitely need to build up some other ones to get a high caliber player like Dame. You got LA. You could trade Schroeder. Don't even get me started with Kyle Kuzma. If you put Kyle Kuzma in that trade, he's worth. I don't even know if he's worth a second round draft pick. Come on. And but you put THT young young talent on the rise dennis Schroder choked in the playoffs but solid player overall and then you put even a couple draft picks in there trade for dame there but then i also i almost like this one the best in boston you're trading out to boston put him up with jason tatum great squad there you, great squad there, and then you, uh, have Peyton Pritchard also, young talent, or, or, Oregon here, he, he was on the rise, and, uh, so he's gonna be a great young talent, that's gonna help them out as well. You send Jalen Brown here. I think that's a great trade, and I think also great trades would happen with Golden State and Lakers and Boston. Those would all be great fits that I think would be good for Dame, but shall he pursue it? But it's whatever Dame pursues and whatever market he chooses, I'm sure it'll be a good one, and even if it is here in Portland... So be it. But it, I just know it's very frustrating for Dame and it's so frustrating as a Blazer fan right now. I can't even describe the agony that I'm having with the front office. Just poor Dame, poor Blazers franchise, and just us us poor fans. We're gonna hopefully we'll get a championship someday, but if Dame leaves, we'll just have to be satisfied because I will be satisfied with all I did for us. Because the front office did nothing to help him out. No CJ McCollum trade. No nothing. They've done barely any free agency stuff. The most they've probably done in the past decade. Is uh, trading with Nurk. and uh, Probably you could even put Mello up there. Some of the best trades the Blazers have made in the past decade. And it's just awful. But the Blazers will move forward in whatever direction they're going to go. And Dame may either go with them or in the opposite. We'll just have to see. You can catch all of this content and more on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. Hope you all enjoyed and I will see you all in the next one.